Hey guys, welcome to the Mortgage Man Podcast. I'm Aaron, aka The Mortgage Man, and this podcast is brought to you by Tenta Financial Advisors, where we're going to discuss how to do mortgages, KiwiSaver, and personal insurance better. We're going to have lots of guests, lots of information, and lots of helpful tips so that you can speed up the process. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another Mortgage Man podcast. Almost You're got about it wrong. to call it the Tanta podcast for once. We can call it the Tanta podcast. We're calling for it the Tanta podcast today. Um, Chris is now the host. I am the host. I'm taking over. Can't look at my questions. <laughs> um, welcome to another I'm Mortgage Man podcast. Today we're going to update you guys on exactly what is happening in July in terms of first home buyer opportunities and risks and things to be aware of and just really just update you because there's a lot of new shit coming out um and it's a mortgage man podcast (laughs) a lot of new stuff coming out and it's hard to know exactly what is current because the rules change all the time and that is literally our job in a nutshell is like we have to figure out what's happening and what's not longer or no longer valid so and talk about seven key things we'll keep it hopefully short so if you only need 15 minutes of cardio that'll do you um, we're going to talk about the one percent opportunities with two different banks talk about inflation the ocr we're going to talk about asv putting out their test rate which banks you can go to if you have less than 20 percent deposit and what the current interest rates are as of today christopher brown let's start with the ocr announcement last week what happened so they put up, as expected, their uh, official cash rate went up by 0.5%. So basically, if you borrow money off the government, it got more expensive. What's it up to now? Ooh, good question. Three? Two, uh, yeah, two, <laughs> 2.5, and now it's gone up to 3%, I think. Don't quote me on it. One of those two. <laughs> it goes up every month and it's probably going to continue going up every month. And what does that mean, I guess, for like the people listening, first home buyers, interest rates going to go higher, right? Yeah. It, think. it basically means, and so New Zealand, the banks don't get all their money from the, the government. They get some of it from overseas, but they do get a big portion of their short-term money from the government and the Reserve Bank of New Zealand, i.e. the, the Bank of You and your tax rates, your taxes, et cetera. And if they put their rates up, they're trying to, um, what they're trying to do is slow inflation down, but it means that it's more expensive for the banks to get it off the government, which means they're going to make it more expensive for you to get off the government. And it's directly seen, it gets passed almost dollar for dollar onto the floating rates. And that's what we've seen this week is the floating rates went straight up by point or 0.4% and Z didn't pass on the full amount others did um, but that's yeah that's what the OCR is so why because this is the first time that the OCRs went up and the floating rates went up in response but the fixed rates didn't so is there merit in saying that the banks didn't put up their fixed rates because they either think that it's near the top of where they're going to be for the one year and the two year? Is it because they're realizing that there's not many people getting mortgages, so they need to compete a little bit more on interest rates? Or does it mean that they're just going to put them up next week? (laughs) Or all of the above? What I think it means is 
that the Reserve Bank told them they were going to put it up. So they put it up three months ago, knowing that they were justified in doing so, and they could make more money off you in the meantime, um, I think is... So they front-footed it. They, they front-footed it. And you will hear the commentators say they priced it in already. Um, and what that just means is, because you told us it's going to happen, we're going to do it and make money off you now already, knowing that it's coming... Um, in the future and you know they probably would have done it regardless assuming that it's going to happen because all the other banks will follow suit um and who doesn't like making more money when you're a big australian bank um mm-hmm. but also i think they're, they're kind of like the reserve bank is starting to get quite scared about um all of the the, the cost of living pressures and they are starting to what they say soften their tone on how fast they're going to raise the ocr because if it keeps rushing up the way it does um it it sucks already you know groceries are expensive gas is expensive it's hard so if they keep being really gung-ho about we're going to put it up we're going to put it up the banks will follow suit and it just gets harder and harder so they're starting to soften off so it could mean that we're nearing the top, but I definitely think there's still a few more, one or two more rises in there. Um, but who knows? We'll see what kind of happens. And that segues us to inflation. Obviously, last quarter's inflation numbers came out this week, 7.3%, which is higher than the previous quarter of 6.9. So the highest in 30 years, or three decades to make it sound even longer. And I wonder why that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Because you gave away free money. Anyway, um, so one thing that I, and I didn't mention this to you before we start this podcast, because I want to catch you off guard. We'll see what happens. Um, one thing that I have kind of realized is obviously the OCR gets put up every month, potentially. They can do it every month. Whereas the data for inflation is released every quarter. So do you think there's a delay between the OCR getting put up and the effect it's going to have to actually show like how long is it going to take for it to take effect on those numbers of inflation is it going to be taken almost straight away is it like in my head i'm like if they put up interest rates from 2.5 to 5 in one year it's still going to take a while for everybody to come off their their fixed terms and actually feel that pain so like are we expecting inflation to keep coming to keep going up before we actually see a result from the OCR being increased? It's a, a few things there, but historically, the OCR actually only gets adjusted every quarter, and they've kind of made it a crisis time that they're putting it up faster and faster. But they can put it up whenever they want, and historically, they've only done it every quarter. But for the last few months, they've made the... Um, norm, the not like normal roller coaster. The not normal process of trying to get on top of inflation as fast as possible and raise it as as fast as safe as possible. Um, but you can just say I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it ties into a, a whole lot of things. And and I actually heard a, an economist I agree with um, in the last week who said we're actually in the really unfortunate position that um, we're probably going to have to see some people lose their jobs first before we get on top of inflation. We're actually going to see have to see some real pain, hurt. some real hurt to, to shock the economy because, yes, there is a delay. Um, 
and but it's not in inflation versus the OCR. It's the effect that the OCR has. So it's the effect of how much money costs. And and like I said, it's gone up so fast that people are still sitting on two year fixed rates of two point four nine. You know, like that wasn't that long ago. I still I still got mortgages on that. Yeah. (laughs) So to that point, then, do you think there's a risk that we have overshot and over responded to inflation? Because in six months time, when it actually starts hurting, it's going to overly hurt and probably be too much. Well, that's the million dollar question, right? And crystal ball gazing. This is crystal ball gazing now. And I, I personally think there's definitely going to be a bunch of people hurting, unfortunately. And I don't know how heavy that landing will be hopefully it's soft because there's it's possibly possible to go a big bang and it's possible to kind of teeter off i think it would depend on industry it might be industry specific some industries will do better than others i unfortunately think it's got a large thing to do with gas prices as well (laughs) if most people if russia if russia keeps going and intensifies or turns on and picks up another country to pick on at the same time it could very quickly turn ugly and crash land. If it kind of just peters out and we stop hearing about it, it could nice soft landing. All right. So, I'm going to yeah. change tack because this is getting depressing. Cool. Let's talk about some good stuff. Good Opportunities. stuff. Opportunities. So the 1% offers. Let's go there. So we've got two. It's not us giving you 1%, but we can organize the 1% for you. BNZ and ANZ are doing two very different opportunities if you have a mortgage with them or you refinance to them or you get a new mortgage with them um chris tell me about the bnz one the bnz one so this is the good thing about the the slow down of the housing market is banks don't have as much business as they would like so they're giving out special offers effectively they're going on sale and what bnz is doing is they're offering one percent cash back on anyone who comes to them. So a new client comes to a BNZ, you get a million dollar loan, they're gonna give you $10,000 cash in your pocket to come join them. So that's like a bribe. It's a bribe. <laughs> it's, yep. it's a legal contribution, yeah. <laughs> but it's a bribe. It's saying, we'll give you more cash than anyone else will to come join BNZ. And you know, if, you're, if it lines up with you, looking at moving or you looking at buying anyways it's a fantastic free money you know take advantage of it yeah so that's uh one percent on the loan amount up to two million dollars right so they can give you up to twenty thousand dollars if you have a two million dollar loan yeah that's the cap it bastards which is better than kiwi bank so don't go to kiwi bank because they only give you ten thousand maximum so go to bnz (laughs) let's be honest not too many people have bigger than million dollar mortgages Um, but the key sucks the key thing as well is refinancing so if you're refinancing let's say another property to get equity out and purchasing something new then you'd potentially be able to get it on both mortgage amounts not just on one so maximize it do have a big cap a big um caveat there you do need 20% deposit. Yes. And that's why we keep referring to refinance because you often people equity. don't have 20% deposit right now. <laughs> uh, so, but any, anyone with 20% deposit, big chunk of cash coming your way if you go to BNZ right now. Yeah. And then obviously ANZ has got a 1% offer as well. It's very different. It is a top up on your mortgage offer. It is basically, they used to have it as a healthy home 
um, grant kind of thing. They've changed it. Basically, you get a 1% mortgage for the next three years if you buy anything that's to do with clean energy or healthy homes. So your uh, if you want solar panels, you want double glazing, you want insulation, you, you want, want Tesla. <laughs> Tesla. Yeah, you want a, a hybrid car or an electric car. So we're all kind of now so when dreaming you say, about buying our clar- Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> Just to clarify, when you say a 1% mortgage, you really mean a 1% top up on your mortgage. Your mortgage is still going to stay at whatever the rates are. If you get anything on top of that for upgrades that meet the energy requirements, then that will be at a 1% rate for three years up to $80,000. Yeah, so I I think... Conditions apply. Yeah, you still need your 20% deposit in in your house because you've already got one, obviously. Equity, sorry. Yeah. Um, but if you have, let's say, $50,000 worth of home renovations you're doing, your interest rate will be 1%, which is fantastic. The other hitch is that it's only for three years. At the end of three years, it goes back to a normal interest rate. So it's, it's kind of just like a, a good opportunity to get really cheap money. And I would encourage you to pay it off as fast as possible while there's no interest on it. <laughs> um, if you're doing these things already because after three years it's not as good as it sounds because you still have to keep paying okay so. and if you need to make the most of any of those opportunities just message us and we can do that for you then just quickly if you have less than a 20 deposit there are only certain banks you can go to and the golden rule is only really go to your own bank or if you're buying a new build then you can kind of go elsewhere um even then it's quite strict like for example ANZ you need to have a two thousand dollar UMI which basically means leftover money once you pay your hypothetical mortgage at the ANZ test rate and speaking of test rates I'm trying to rattle through this as quickly as possible you're doing a terrible job you're just making it longer (laughs) the test rate is the number that the bank will test your hypothetical mortgage at so that they know that you can manage on a rainy day ASB has put their test rate up to the highest one that we have seen so far, which is seven, <laughs> 7.85%, which basically means if you um, were going to get approved for a million dollars, now you're probably going to get approved for like $50,000 less. That's not exact maths. Don't quote me on that. Basically, they just made it a whole lot harder. And all I did when I had the news sent to us and now their announcement was where, what the hell are they doing? We're pretty much not going to have anyone being able to afford a mortgage at ASB on their calculators right now. So good luck. But hey, you can't even get a a mortgage at ASB with less than 20% deposit anyways. So even if you bank with them, even if you bank with them, they just don't, they just shut up shop for business right now, unfortunately. Unless they're buying a new build. Yep, new builds, all exceptions. And then the last thing we're going to talk about real quickly is interest rates as of today. They are ranging between, I guess, almost the level when I first bought house, bought my first house. Um, floating rate is what, 6.4 to 6.6-ish. Yeah, and the one rate, up. one year rate, which everyone kind of bangs on about, the best one that we're seeing out there is 5.19%, ranging all the way up to you kind of 5.35 percent um these are special rates by the way that the brokers get there's a few one-off offers out there but they don't tend to stick around for very long 
um, like your co-ops and your Heartland banks are offering 4.85 um, for their one-year rate, but typically... As long as you have a 20% deposit. And no cash contribution for you either. But yeah. Oh, a bad customer service. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> you don't know that. They just don't have any branches. <laughs> okay, that is everything for today. Thank you for putting up with us. Um, if you need help, hello at tanta.co.nz, chris at tanta.co.nz, or aaron at tanta.co.nz. You'd swear it's a Friday with your scatterbrain this afternoon. Because I'm going to Bali soon. Coming next episode live from Bali. <laughs> nah, it'll just be me solo, and then it will be the Tanta uh, yeah, be more, podcast. That won't be as entertaining. It'll, we'll actually end up firing you. <laughs> Don't worry. Lovely to talk to you guys again. Thank you for listening in. It's been a pleasure as your host. Chris from Tanta. It's like the late night DJ voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>